Oh, Zacchaeus, the sweet little man. They did well to pick you, Rick. I couldn't help myself, sorry. (laughs) Kathy, that could be your birthday present. (laughs) So we have this fun little story amidst all of these stories of Jesus, and it's peculiar. It's literally only 10 verses that tells this whole story of this man named Zacchaeus. And it's a man that's so well-known, so beloved in these stories, that we even have a children's song about him. It's, it just makes you think, what's so special about this wee little man? Lots of people are short throughout life. Lots of people try to, to find ways to see things. What really makes this story so special? And I sit there and I look at him and I think, okay, who is this man? He's a tax collector. Well, there are other tax collectors. There are tax collectors we don't even know the names of that Jesus eats with. How come we know his name? And I look at it, he's a chief tax collector. If you don't know tax collectors, there is a ranking system to them. So being a chief tax collector not only means that you are collecting taxes, but you have people underneath you that are also collecting taxes. So you're, yes, getting lots of money to Rome, but you're also collecting a whole lot of money yourself. And so he's very wealthy, and it's very well known how wealthy he is. I almost question if the crowds that are around Jesus intentionally are not being nice and letting the short man come up front because everyone looks at him and immediately sees a sinner. Everyone knows what he does for a living. Everyone is repulsed by him. Nobody wants him near them because he's stolen from nearly everyone. And if he hasn't, the people under him have. So there's this, but is being that bad worthy of your name being in this book that carries on for thousands of years? And then I have to sit there and think of all the energy that Zacchaeus has in this story. In these nine verses, we see Zacchaeus, this well-known person, really, really wanting to see, just to see Jesus. To the point where even being well-known in as large a place as Rome, he's willing to sit there and run ahead of everyone. Most important people, I don't see run unless it's intentional and they are in a running, jogging outfit for photo ops or whatever it is that they're doing. They certainly don't in their everyday wear start running in front of crowds and they certainly don't jump up and climb in a tree to see someone that's passing by. You have all this energy in Zacchaeus. And he put that humility to the test there to run in front of everyone and to climb up in front of everyone. And he ended up 
being called out by Jesus. And Jesus does this bizarre thing. I was talking with our kids this morning about Zacchaeus. And I was asking them if people just invite themselves to their houses often. And the kids were very, very adamant about that does not happen. You do not invite yourself to anyone else's home. You can invite someone to your home, but people are not supposed to invite themselves to your home. It's a lesson we learn as a child. Very often, our kids want to have playdates, and then sometimes they say, I want to go to their house to play. And we have to teach them, you don't do that. We can invite them to our house, but you don't invite yourself to their house. We learn it at a very early age. And here Jesus is calling Zacchaeus out of a tree and saying, come on down. I'm going to your house today. And we have to wonder what exactly is going on here. And Zacchaeus climbing then down the tree, more action, standing in front of Jesus. And then later sitting at table with Jesus. And yes, you could sit there and say, oh, it's, it's telling us how powerful a man Jesus is. Or, oh, it's telling us that reparations are good things to do. Or it's telling us that Jesus calls out to us, even when we're the biggest sinner in the town. But I think there's more than just that. Jesus continually surprises us. Each of these elements on our table during the sermon series have shown us the type of people that Jesus associates with. None of them are people that the Christians there, the followers of Jesus, would have expected Jesus to associate with. And you hear that often, and it kind of goes over your head because you know that. But I don't think we understand it because we continue to go throughout our days with our normal people that are all good people. We look at each other and say, yes, yes, we're all good people. We do good things. We mean well. We try well each day. But we very rarely reach out to people that we don't think are good people. We very rarely look at people that aren't like us as regular human beings that are worthy of so much more than we give them credit for. Jesus continually looks at people that are outcasts, people that society overlooks, people that society wants to erase, and they say, no, let me eat with you. Let me get to know you. Let me support you. Let me be your salvation. For his love covers all. It extends to everyone. And it's a story that we continue to tell ourselves. It's a story of this generosity of our God that's much greater than the generosity of Zacchaeus in this story. 
we forget that God's at play because God's name is not mentioned in the story. But the generosity of God goes much farther than just reprimands. My hope for us is that we continue to look for those that society, that we normally overlook. That we look at those that we don't think are valuable, that we don't think are worthy, and we go out of our way to do something good for them. You're all looking at me like you're not really going to do it. (laughs) But I want you to. Because when people know that they're valuable, when people know that they are important, they feel it, they know it, and they act differently. When there's love shown to someone, then they continue to give off that love. And when hate is shown to people, they continue to give off that hate. Let us be keepers of love and grace and mercy so that they can know the salvation of God. So that they can know that no matter what life has dealt them, that there is love, that there is hope, that there is always someone there for them. Amen?